but the quote read, one day you will tell a story of how you overcome what you went through and it will be someone else's survival guide. Hello everyone and welcome to The Loudest Mind where real women tell real stories and share their secrets to living their best life. Mental health, relationships, anxiety, health and fitness, you name it, we are here for it. I'm your host, Brittany Reed, today and in this short solo series this month, I'm going to discuss fears and kicking fears ass with the right boxing gloves to use to be able to do that. Only when we know our own darkness well can we be compassionate in the darkness of others. That was Brene Brown. For me, anxiety flared up over a period of time, but ultimately led me to having one one panic attack and then another and then another. It was like a switch had been cut off in my head, the panic switch, and I didn't know how to turn the damn thing off. So it was like a loud noise that I couldn't turn down and it completely embodied me for a time longer than I would have liked for it to be my neighbor. So I'm on my journey of life and a season that I have learned from, grown from, and ultimately brought me to having different conversations with myself and completely different outlooks of life itself. Do I have it all figured out? Hell no. If I did, I would be probably some rich and famous person or run my own kingdom or something by now, but but that's life. We hit the interstate sometimes with full speed ahead and others, we cruise along the back roads that sometimes has us enjoying the scenery and other times has us lost and on the lookout for some banjo music. So I'm pretty sure along this path, I heard the banjos playing and I felt like I needed to stick it in fifth gear and get my tail on out of there. And this journey has brought me here and I'm going to share some things that have helped me pull myself out of my very darkest times and also more vivid detail about this glorious season and what brought me to it and what brought me through it. So I'm still learning and finding growing, you know, every day to change my own mind. But my goal is that some of this is to provide tips, motivation, and help, you know, hope that this blood-sucking vulture that is called anxiety can be beaten down to where it's just a minute insect rather than, you know, King Kong staring at you right in your face. So here's my story, and here is my David to her Goliath. So... I've had the amazing opportunity to sit down and chat with certain people online or in person over text, several phone calls from peers that have shared their own hearts and their own fight with anxiety and life struggles. Many I never knew had similar experiences to mine that had, you know, a close or a close loved one that was dealing or coping with something and they weren't sure how to help or understand it. Um, It's wild because it got me thinking. Has this always been around to this intensity and to this widespread amount of people? I mean, or is this just something that hasn't been talked about? Or is it something that this constant, fast-paced life, social media comparison, enhanced consistency of the news, bringing you know damn near tragedy and heartache, has brought into our lives over you know a span of several years? It's I don't know. It's hard to tell, but. I do think the year of COVID, whether some like to admit it or not, definitely had an effect on our mentals one way or another. I mean, it was all over the news, death, fear, job securities, isolation, you know, over such an allotted amount of time. I mean, it's silly to think that it had no effect at all, but some of us just had a worse battle with it, um, or maybe it took us longer maybe to get through it. I'm no expert, I'm, I'm no expert here, um, but there's definitely, you know, a story to tell. In my talks with others, I seem to get a lot of the same questions and it sounds 
a lot like the questions that I wanted to know too. You know, when I was going through my own healing, I would want to know how long is this going to last? How long and what did you see that made the most difference in your life? Was there a trigger or an episode in your life that made you develop these fears and anxious thoughts? I was like, hey, give me all you got. <laughs> you know, let me know what, what you went through so I don't feel, you know, so alone in my mess every year. Um, I'm going to be fully transparent here over these next couple of solo episodes this month. I truly feel in order to understand me or where I'm coming from or to truly be able to let you in this very vulnerable but life-changing season I need to tell you some things about myself first and some things that very few people know and some things only God knows and here's why I I recently read a quote online that opened my eyes a little wider than they have been and it came to a time that I was praying for a sign that a path that I'm heading in the right direction I'm on the right course here but the quote read, one day you will tell a story of how you overcome what you went through and it will be someone else's survival guide. And that kind of hit me. Um, full honesty, I have felt a call to do this. One I think I, I've tried to ignore, but, um, and I do that from time to time, but I'm listening, I'm learning to listen every day a little bit more. I was and still am nervous to be so mentally enclosed, but to do this and to do this right, I think I need to go a little deeper than the groundwork because just skimming the surface, I don't think it's gonna make a, a big difference. So I think sometimes it takes your greatest defeat to become your greatest discovery. And if I'm, if I'm gonna do this, then that's going to come with exposing you know, some of the most painful parts, my, my journal out loud, if you will. I was asked by someone recently where I saw this podcast leading. Honestly, it took me a little off guard for a moment because I'm not even sure I had the answer to that. Um, was it going to be something I wanted to be larger on a larger scale? Like, am I going to have Dr. Phil up in here telling us how to be a good parent? Probably not. But <laughs> uh, Or will this be short-lived and something that was just a small step of my life and my journey and maybe a light for someone else's? But I can't answer that right now. Sure, I'd love to be able to reach a significant amount of others and be able to send some hope, help, knowledge, ultimately to assist others in feeling that they aren't alone in their mess. That's all I need at this point. Um, it's just to realize I wasn't flipping crazy. I mean, that's all I needed at one point. Because I'll tell you, there's one moment in my life where I was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna need someone to put me in a four by four padded cell because <laughs> I've gone off a deep end. But anyway, I also want to do this to also learn for myself and you know for others is to be able to have guests on here who have actually spent their lives or passions dedicated to health nutrition hormonal imbalances mental health doctors therapists all that because i know when i was looking for help in my hardest times there was no one-stop shop i mean i had to dig filter i had to exhaust so many different platforms and avenues I was like a floozy out here, just running around these streets, grabbing any nice piece of knowledge that I could find. And I don't know, it's just, um, to name a few, I mean, I just for your reference, and I will also put this in the information, but I read and drenched myself in healthy eating. Um, Max Lugavere and The Genius Life was had some tremendous information on cleaner eating. He also has a podcast super informational. Um, Vanna Hara, she's also the AKA food babe. I have her cookbook and I follow her on Instagram 
and her website, really good information on present day food swaps to making better food choices. Fitness, I watched a ton of videos and met with trainers, group fitness classes. I started Burn Boot Camp. It worked for me because I love the diversity of being able to do different things, mixing up the weight training and the cardio. I like a good mix, and I thought that was, I don't know, what I felt was best for my body anyway. But And then mental health. I did two separate primary care doctors, two different therapists, a gynecologist, books, audiobooks. I did um, The Dare Response by Barry McDowell. It's a great starter while you are trying to analyze exactly what's going on in your body and feeling kind of like you're not so solo on this planet. And This Is Your Brain on Food by Uma Nando. Breaking down, she breaks down the different parts of our brains on food. I find that extremely interesting. Um, I know going in deep here. I, it's just, I feed me the knowledge. So, but there was no one, one spot that I felt like I could get all of this information. I, I wanted also to motivate myself. I wanted motivation. I found that in many different ways because I'm a huge believer that it's not just what we feed our bodies that makes the biggest change, but also what we feed our minds and our minds are just as important to providing them with what they need, positivity, strength, motivation, knowledge, as our bodies are, you know, it's just as important as eating clean for our bodies. So I started with everything, I mean, changing the things I was liking and utilizing online. Instead of negative things streaming through my feed, I followed anything, I unfollowed anything that wasn't like a freaking ray of sunshine. (laughs) I started uplifting pages or those like minded as me and and now it's, you know, they, Facebook, Instagram, all of those goes off the things that we do. So they are also habit forming. So that's all I see. And I like it that way. But I started, um, Kevin Hart has a series on audible books and I idolize him as a businessman. And I also think he's just like a funny little shit. And that's, that's not a crack on his height because I'm also short myself. So nobody get crazy, but he has several on there and, um, and, and they're, they're good to listen to. Um, an F your brain by Gary John Bishop, super eye opener and just kind of a mental different way of seeing things. Brene Brown is incredible for motivational understanding the gifts of imperfections, just spot on. And then, you know, my personal favorite, the Bible, just because those stories should remind you of how good we have it here in 2022. Um, and also there's just so many different stories and passages, passages in there that are relatable to anything that you're going through or trying to overcome in your life. So it's, it's also a must read. Um, there's countless others, but those are kind of my go-to for added support and to get you started. That was kind of my outlook is there's no one spot that I found these to healing. So I think to understand where you're going, it's important to know where you've been. So that's my goal. If that stays centered to help the people closest to me, that's awesome. If it helps the community, people in my community, fantastic. Or something that becomes on a greater, greater level that actually, you know, draw some sort of revenue, but that would be awesome (laughs) right now. Just throwing out some free shit at y'all and who doesn't love free shit? So, uh, no, I'm just messing. It's never about that here. I honestly, from the bottom of my soul, I would not wish my darkest moments on anyone, not my worst enemy. So if I can be any kind of light in yours, it's very well worth it. Um, my days were consumed with me 
feeling defeated and hopeless. My very bottom was I couldn't imagine having to live like this for the rest of my life. That feeling really robs you of any joy that you have left. That hopelessness that it's where your brain gets stuck. It's starving. And if all you're feeding it is sadness, shame, fear, insecurity, alcohol or substance abuse or negativity, then that's exactly what will become its routine. And until you change that routine, your your brain doesn't know what else to do. So I let myself wake up feeling that way and going to bed feeling that way. I was like, damn, Brittany, you are, you suck (laughs) right now. You suck so bad. But I, I didn't, I didn't suck. I just hadn't figured out or taken the steps to figure out my change yet or my how to and a little bit my want to. Um, I thought I was freaking fantastic the way that I was. No, I, I didn't. But learning to change my own mind, I needed to find the courage to let go of who I used to be to figure out who I was supposed to be, to find strength in my struggle. And uh, I learned from listening to um, the Brene Brown series that she has that I'm not going to call the worst parts of my days my mental breakdown anymore. It is now going to be called my spiritual awakening. So isn't that more positivity right at you, (laughs) right in your face there. But I'd be praying. I would be praying. I'd be like, Lord, please take this from me. I don't want to feel this way now. I don't want to feel this way anymore. And now that I... I know the Lord better. He, I know he was probably saying, oh, no, girl, not yet. I've never seen you pray this hard. Never seen you work this hard. Um, you know, just down here making the Lord laugh. <laughs> I'm hoping he's saying, you're doing a good job, child. Maybe cuss a little less, but you're doing all right. Um, it reminds me of that Bruce Almighty I actually watched lately. And it's got Jim Carrey where Jennifer Aniston is praying. And... I feel like they're up there just being like, Brittany Reed is praying again. She's logging on for the 12th time today, just, you know, asking for the same thing, not to feel this way, not once in the midst of it, praying or thinking instead, make me stronger, make me better, make me learn more, make me grow, make me be the person who can do this instead of, hey, Lord, do this for me. So there's a devotional that I read every morning, and it's funny because when I was growing my faith and my relationship with God, I would do all the talking, just chatting it up, crying, sobbing, and I'm not a big crier, so it's weird for me. Um, But not even taking a second to stop and listen. How are you supposed to have any guidance or any understanding if you're always the one talking, if you are always right, if you never see things from any other point of view? But you 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 know someone who is just so stubborn or argumentative that no matter what you do or what you say, they're gonna be right. You, they're in the car and you make a right at the stop sign. Here they go. Oh no, you should have taken the interstate. You put the dishes up. Oh no, you have to put the forks this way or the bowls go on top of this shelf or don't make the bed that way. You need to fold down the top layer, you know, make it nice and straight. Just always something. It's control. And I'll admit, I had more than a touch of it. So until I realized that I'm not the one in control, he is. You can scream and fight and throw a freaking fit, but at the end of the day, you are only prolonging your process. And this is me talking to myself, you know, eight, nine, ten months ago. <laughs> but self-doubt, negative thoughts, not taking your darkest moments and letting yourself learn from them. Try not to hide and run from them. That is the quickest thing to break you down and have you crawling instead of walking on the path that's that's out here for you. You can learn to make the best out of a situation that you're currently in, or you can let it overwhelm you and beat yourself up and let negativity win, but Either way, you're going to be walking the same path until 
God thinks you're ready for the next one. And I'm still walking. I'm still strutting along. But the hardest part for me in this has been having days when you feel defeated, when you are doing everything you possibly can. You're eating right. You're working your tush off at the gym. You're doing freaking yoga. You're meditating. You're praying. All of it. You're standing at the top of the mountain screaming out your most vulnerable parts of yourself, maybe in therapy or maybe literally listening. You're learning all of that and you still have days that you feel like you're not good enough. That's that's the tough part right there is to still feel defeated and beaten down on some days when you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing. It takes faith, it takes dedication, and it takes strength. So to get up and continue to do those things to better yourself, even when you have those days that suck you back in and you feel like all of this must be for nothing because I shouldn't be feeling like a bag of dirty ass again. Like I'm, I have, I'm doing it. I'm doing all the things here. So, and I laugh, you know, to make it lighter for maybe my own mental stability and maybe even a little bit of yours if you're listening. So you're welcome, but just don't give up. You aren't doing this for nothing and you can and you will change and grow. I promise you, I promise. So truth is, is I'm still afraid sometimes a fear of going back down a path or a spiral as I think some of us like to call it, but fear that maybe I'm not strong enough or that I'm not healed enough or that I'm not who I think I have the audacity to sit here trying to be, but healing is not linear. So don't get defeated for a bad day or two. Just keep doing what you're doing and don't be afraid to take those days off too don't be so hard on yourself i still have days of doubt but i also have days i also feel joy and hope peace gratefulness grounded creative enlightened finally feeling more comfortable in my own skin and the newest parts of myself i stopped many things along this path i stopped being a people pleaser i stopped giving my whole self to others when I wasn't mentally ready, I stopped setting myself up to, you know, feeling backed in a corner to participate in overindulging or numbing behaviors, or I stopped negative patterns and limited myself from negative people. It's okay to work on yourself and vibe alone for a while. There's no harm or shame in learning about yourself for a minute than learning about others. I stopped saying I didn't get this one or I didn't get this done and I started being proud of myself for the things that I did get done. I stopped being so unbelievably hard on myself, thinking I needed to do it all and not later. I mean, I wanted it all right that second. I almost bought a new house, um, actually, that would have had me strapped if I had less than a desirable couple of months of income and it would have had me in a stress-induced state. I already know it. But not that it isn't a future goal to have nicer things or you know to do better, but doing it before it's time is ultimately gonna cost you agony because you weren't ready and it wasn't time for you yet. And that has been a challenge for me to learn that and listen. Um, I'm not perfect, neither is anybody, but that doesn't mean that you're not strong, it doesn't mean you're not kind, or you're not a good friend or a good mother or father or sister that you're not hardworking or you're passionate or motivated. I'm all of those things, even on, you know, my days that I'm not 100% and so are you. So it's funny because when we talk about love, what's the first thing that you talk about? You love your family, right? Or your significant other, your kids, or your siblings, or your best friend, or where you live, your community, your church, you know, those are all things that we say that we love. But how often do we think we love ourselves? 
I don't want to get down this path thinking that, well, that's cocky or you need to be humble or no, this is, this is your life. The only person here to live it is you. And how do you love that life and everything wrapped in it if you don't love you first, you know, the person living it? So when you're down, stressed, overwhelmed, instead of just pushing through and giving yourself negative talks like suck it up or quit crying or, you know, find yourself some self-care. Cure yourself by knowing knowing yourself instead of pushing all of it on your shoulders and letting it weigh you down take a day or at least a moment like watch a funny movie read a, a juicy book meditate take a bubble bath sing dance scroll on some some freaking tiktok if you need to for a minute if that helps i mean whatever it is just do it and don't feel bad about it i had a pretty rotten couple of days last week actually and all of this self-care babble and healthy talks and I have the nerve to sit here and tell you that I have I still have bad days here and there <laughs> I know it's uh don't take it hypocritical because my life is far from perfect and the choices I make are probably always not the right ones but I'm working on it every single day I don't give up and that is something that I will you know tell myself I don't give up my fitness journey or my positivity. I mean, maybe some days are a little more laxed than others. Um, my cooking, my you know healthy eating that night because I know where that road leads. I've been on that quitting road. I did the time on that road. I know every day won't be perfect, but I'll tell you what, if you compare my pain now to the suffering that I had before, there's no comparison. My days before were fighting a battle 95% of my day. Talking myself out of anxiety and panics is sometimes all I felt I got done that day. Multiple times in an hour or sometimes multiple times in a minute. I just, I don't miss that. <laughs> but um, for now, for me to now only have a couple of days a month where I feel not my best and happiest self is a gift from the misery that I had before. So keep going, keep doing it, even though you have bad days. Take a day of rest or a reset if you need it. You know, make yourself, don't make yourself feel bad about, or like you're going backwards. That, that's life, way of letting you know that you need to keep it up. Keep looking at yourself in the morning, giving yourself that high five and see how freaking far that you've come because it's, it's a stepping stone here. So. I don't know it's different for everyone and I know as humans we all go through our personal set of pains and mine probably looks different than yours and yours probably looks different you know than the next person like to be loss stress shame negative body image a breakup job loss medical problems addictions however that struggle or that pain looks for you try not to judge how you feel versus how others may feel in a better or worse situation than you. So one of my biggest things I've taken away from this journey in this era of my life is compassion. I was cold hearted before y'all. I mean, no, <laughs> I mean, I was, I wasn't, but I certainly didn't have time for bullshit. I didn't understand the capacity of some people's feelings. I now know that some people are going through things that to the visible eye that we have no idea about being one more rude person in their day, being one more sad thing that they will think about when they get home, being one more stress in someone's life. Like why? What about being a kind word or being that smile in the grocery store or a text that, 
you know, makes their day or a good deed, a gesture, a gift or a donation that could change a person's feeling or a situation for the better. It's, I look back on, okay, look back on your day that wasn't the greatest and think of those small gestures and how much they mattered. There's not a soul on this planet that has not had a bad day, so everyone should be able to relate to that. But I know during my worst and still some bad days, it's the little things. It's it's the sweet note in my teacup. It's the smile from the other lady passing in the bread aisle. It's the kindness that you felt from the nurse at the doctor's office. I mean, even those small moments matter. So, you know, I'm not sharing this series of my story because I want sympathy or people to look at me differently. I got nervous when starting this chapter of my life that I may be viewed as weak, that was big for me or fragile or look at me like, my gosh, I wonder if she's anxious today or right now, or if she can still be good at her job or good at her, you know, be a good friend. Well, of course I freaking can. And I'm only strong because I've been weak and so can you. So I don't think any of us want to be viewed that way, even when we tell our stories, I think we all just want to get it out or be heard or hope that it helps or maybe be of some comfort or some understanding to someone else. But sympathy is a feeling of pity. I don't think we need more of that. Empathy is our ability to understand and be compassionate in those moments. I think that is something that we could all share a little bit more of. It's... Um, I don't know. I have recently ran a 5k. I've been working out, so I'm in decent shape. And I know a 5k is not like a marathon or anything, but to me, it felt like it, <laughs> but, uh, I was still a little, I was a little nervous because I don't do long distance running. I haven't in probably eight or nine years. So when I do the treadmill, I'll either raise it up on an incline or I'll do short burst trainings and then I'll walk. But so I'm preparing as we are headed towards the race location. I was thinking to myself, okay, I'll just run the portions I can and I'll walk the rest. No harm, no foul. My hope was to get within a 12 minute mile. I know that's not a sprint. <laughs> I know that's not fast, but <laughs> I wanted to have a goal set. So I got there and the streets were full of people. I mean, there's some like, um, you could tell some of them were, were runners. You know, it was 37 freaking degrees outside and these little guys had on shorts and tank tops and honestly froze me right to death. But Others were stretching and running in place, doing some high knees, and I was over here getting my earbuds together. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know, music helps me so much in my runs and my workouts. It's incredible, honestly, the difference that it makes just in the longevity of it. It helps me to enjoy it. They put something in those tunes, I swear. But uh, but anyway, so I'm, I'm over here prepping for, you know, on your mark, get set, go. And I start piling in with the others, and I'm closer to the front of the pack, so we take off and I've started at a quicker pace than I'm used to. I'm like, oh, okay, we're running. We aren't, we aren't jogging, but we're running. <laughs> and I'm really, um, you know, everyone's starting to spread out a little bit. So there's some like 3,500 of us or something. So I'm starting up the first hill and I'm thinking, gosh, you better not have to start walking already, Brittany. Like you are only a little piece into this run and no one else around you is stopping. Like everyone else is running, everybody. So I slowed down for just a bit, found a pace that suited me. People were passing me, but you know what? I was like, it's fine, it's fine. And it, I didn't want to immediately gas myself. And you know, it, it wasn't super quick, but I was moving. Um, I didn't stop. I passed mile one and still hadn't stopped when I was jamming. And I think Lizzo, I think came on um, 
you know, where she starts that, it's bad bitch o'clock. Yeah, it's thick 30. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, <laughs> who doesn't get a little confidence boost when they hear her start singing? I mean, but anyway, so I'm, I'm going in, I'm mile one and I'm like, okay, I got a little bit over two to go. You can't, and I get this, I don't know, I get a feeling in my mind. I'm like, you, you're going to do this without stopping. That, had, that hadn't even entered my mind before the race, like not stopping to walk. I didn't even consider it an option. My thought process was how far can you get and how often are you going to have to stop and walk? Then I had it in my mind. You're not going to stop and walk, Brittany. Forget that. Just get it out. You've already made it further than you thought you were going to. Now you're going to finish this little 5k without walking any of it. And now it's mental. So it got me thinking that it's a lot like everyday life. If we get out of breath, if we start hurting, if we feel as though it's too far or if it's going to be too hard from the beginning, we psych ourselves out before we even get started. Instead of knowing what we need to do or what we want to do, knowing that it may be tough and doing it anyways. So next time you're thinking, I can't do this, it's going to be hard, or I can't start working out because it's going to take me too long to get in shape, or I don't have the time or the money, or I can't eat because I can't eat healthier because I... I don't know, it's too expensive or it takes too much time to prepare or pack. All those negative I can'ts, it's, it's what's making you feel like you have to walk. You don't have to, you're choosing to. And you already have failure in your mind. I know that I did. So now I didn't finish in first place by any means on this 5K, <laughs> but I beat my own goal and I finished at a 10 minute mile over my initial 12 minute mile goal. So I didn't sprint, I had to slow down a bit once or twice going up hills and you know, to make it through. I wasn't in the front of the line, but I was proud of myself for exceeding my own expectations. So stop and look at what you could start today. And today, my friends, not tomorrow, but not January 1st, but what could you start today that will make yourself proud a year from now? Because nothing miraculous happens overnight. So. What does today look like for you? It might be weight loss, it might be better shape physically, better shape emotionally or mentally, better eating habits, being kinder to yourself or those you work with, working harder on your job or creating a better work environment, relationship goals, whatever that is for you. Start grabbing the knowledge you can because if you wait and start six months from now, you're already six months behind. So now I've gotten a little off track here. <laughs> I had a goal, but going back to what I was saying about any time that I wanted to involve myself more with someone else and asking them about, you know, their journey in, you know, their anxiety journey or their emotional journeys is I wanted to know what made you this way. For me, looking for help from you know for help from others i wanted to know okay how long am i going to have to sulk in this stench before i can get this you know out of my own head how long is this going to last is this just me and surely, surely to god no one else is going through this same thing that i'm going through right now at least not as often as i'm feeling it and it's very secluded feeling is when you think you are the only person on this whole planet thinking or feeling the way that you feel so I wanted to know from other people like it's to be completely honest it was the only thing that made me not feel crazy or mad is that I wasn't the only one going through it so and it's probably not the best way to think about it I mean but 
it's, I don't know, I felt some kind of um, relief in knowing that it, it's not just me. So now how, I can't answer how long it will take to transform you out of the suck and into a shiny new you. And sadly, no one can answer it for me either. That's just, um, I know that's a shit answer. And I know because if I could tell you it will take 242 days and you are going to be your best perky little self, I would. But time and consistency is all that I can give. Um, it's just, that's all, I don't know, it's monsters. Like we, we all have them, different kinds of them I'm sure. I've certainly dealt with my own set and the funny thing about monsters is that they too need food and attention to thrive and survive and when you're not feeding these monsters they start to shrivel down and become not so tough and not so scary. So I've had three sets of monsters in my last two years and then a few pain in the ass mosquitoes that I feel like have come in swarms and you know, they can't really take you down, but they can certainly be some persistent little bitches that all you seem to do is sit and swat at them all day until you feel like that's all that you do. So I think my first monster really showed its ugly face around mid-year 2020. But if I'm honest, it started creeping in just, you know, just a bit before that. So you know, part two of this week's series will be coming next week around the same time. I'm going to be talking about my own monsters and sharing some things I've never shared before to hopefully give you that same sense that I needed. That it's not just you, babe. There's a lot of us out here in this together. So thanks everyone for hopping on this short listen today. I hope you enjoyed our time together. I know that I certainly enjoy our time with you and just with the love and the support that you all share. I appreciate more than you know. So don't forget to subscribe and shoot us a rating to help us be able to spread the word and help us in being a part of our growth. So later this week, you are going to be with Miss Hannah Malone. She is joining us and she is going to talk about all of her, her goals and her fresh start. So anyway, until next time, keep it up, stay blessed, and remember, it's not just you, babe.